Well, today is All Saints Day, and today we look at the reality of our eternity in Christ. Your eternity is secure in Christ. You who believe and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ will spend eternity with Jesus in heaven. So today we're going to look at what that eternity is, and we're going to talk about why it's important. A few weeks ago, two young guys were skateboarding in the church parking lot. I had met these two young guys before. I had introduced myself. These two guys are really nice. They're nice kids. And the last time I, I saw them, I asked them the question, do you ever think about what happens after death? Do you ever think about what happens after death? The older of the two answered, no, I don't, I don't think about death. He says, I like to think about today, living my life today. And I said, really? Really? You've never thought about the other side? What it will be like when, after we die and we enter into eternity? So I said, what do you think? I asked, what do you think happens after a person dies? And they shared their belief in the afterlife. And I wasn't surprised to hear that they refuse to believe that life ends at death. They believe that life continues after death. You see, um, I wasn't surprised to hear that they refuse to believe that life ends after death uh, because of this reality. I said to them, you, you know, the reason you believe in, in an afterlife is because the Bible says that God has put eternity into people's hearts. God has placed eternity into each and every one of our hearts. We know that we are eternal beings, that we do indeed live forever. And this is the neat part. Then one of the guys asked me, well, what do you believe about life after death? The door was open. So I explained to them the gospel. What an opportunity. I'd like to say that they both knelt in the parking lot to receive Christ as Savior. They didn't. <laughs> Nor were they offended about what I believe. I found that many people are very open to having conversations about those things which are most important. Jesus and everlasting life. So today I want you to think of eternity. Think of eternity. Ecclesiastes 3.11 says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. And then, that, and then it says, God has also set eternity in the human heart. God has set eternity in the human heart. So we have to think, what is eternity? How long is eternity? Now imagine I took a string. And I strung it all the way from the Pacific coast to the Atlantic coast. That would be a lot of string, right? That would be a very long string. Now take that string in your mind, stretched from coast to coast, take one inch of it. And that one inch of that long string stretched from coast to coast represents 100 years. How many of you believe that you'll live for 100 years? I know I probably will not live to be 100 years old. 
If you lived to be a hundred, that would be only one inch of that string stretched from the Pacific to the Atlantic. And that is too short of a string to represent eternity. Eternity is forever. So what does eternity hold for you who are trusting in Jesus Christ as your Savior? Those who trust in Jesus alone for the forgiveness of sins and everlasting life are promised an eternity with Jesus. What makes heaven heaven? What makes heaven truly a place of paradise? What makes heaven heaven? is Jesus. Jesus is there. That's what makes heaven's heaven. And so for us, heaven, heaven is a free gift. It can't be earned, nor, nor is it deserved. Heaven is a free gift. John 3, 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have what? Eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. So heaven, it's a free gift. It can't be earned, nor do we deserve it. But it's given to us by Jesus as a gift. So it's a free gift. It's a free gift. You can't pay for it. Suppose my good friend were to surprise me with an expensive car. He drives up into my, into my driveway and he says, this car is yours. It's, it's free. And then imagine if I reach into my pocket and I try to pull out some money to give him the money to help pay for the car. That would be an insult, wouldn't it? Because a gift, a true gift, is free. It is free. So you have been given this gift of eternal life through faith in Jesus Christ. So eternal life with Jesus in heaven is a gift received by grace through faith in Jesus alone. So I ask you the question, do you trust in Jesus? Do you trust in Jesus as your Savior? If you trust in the Lord, if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you are saved, and heaven is your home. So what will heaven be like? What will heaven be like? Well, I have a, a big uh, theological statement to give you here. All I have to say is that heaven is way better than this life. Heaven is way better than this life. So we're going to take a look today at Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 17. We'll put the, the text up on the screen. And here's John, John uh, the Revelator. And he is uh, one of the disciples of Jesus, and he was given this, this great revelation, this picture of, of heaven. So Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 17. This is what John saw. After this, I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and all peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, 
Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. Listen to this. They have washed their robes and made them white. In what? In the blood of the Lamb. Verse 15, therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb, Jesus, is in the midst of the throne and he will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water. And God, our gracious God, will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Amen. So what will heaven be like? Heaven is way better than this life. Heaven is way better than this life. From this passage in Revelation, we'll see, we see that in heaven, race... And borders, national boundaries and borders, they don't matter in heaven. They don't matter in heaven. We're all before the throne. We're all equal. We all come before the throne. We also see from Revelation that not only race and borders, they don't matter in heaven, but Jesus reigns and is worshipped. Perfect, uninterrupted Worship, where Jesus reigns as King of kings and Lord of lords. We also see from our reading today, number three, that only those cleansed by the blood of Jesus may enter. Only those cleansed by the blood of Jesus may enter. And then fourth, there is no wants, nor is there any grieving. In heaven you will want for nothing. Everything will be provided for you, and there is no grief in heaven at all. Because God is there, and he will wipe every tear from our eyes. Eternity. God has set eternity in every person's heart. We, we know it in our inmost being that we are eternal beings, that we are destined to live forever. You and I know that we're eternal beings. So we, we, we look at heaven. Heaven is, is a free gift. It, it can't be earned, nor is it deserved. But we also acknowledge, and what, what uh, the, the blood of the Lamb points us to in Revelation, is the reality that we're sinners. That we're sinners, and we can't save ourselves. There's nothing that we can do to take away the sin problem. But we also see that, that God is loving, that God is merciful, 
that he doesn't want to punish us. But we also know that God is just, that he is just, and that he must punish sinners. And the solution is in Jesus. Jesus is true God and true man. He died upon the cross and he rose again. He shed his blood upon the cross to take away our sins. He died and he rose again. He did that to, to purchase our salvation. To purchase a place in heaven for us. And we also believe from the scriptures that these things must be received by faith. They must be received by faith. In other words, faith is to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Faith isn't just head knowledge. Nor is faith just a momentary thing. But faith is to trust in Jesus alone for salvation. And those of you trusting in Jesus today, you have the gift of eternal life. Not only are you going to heaven, many are already in heaven. People that you love, people that have invested in your life, they're in heaven today. And that's what All Saints Day points us to, is the reality that those who have been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, those who have washed their garments in his blood, they're in heaven today. And they join with us and they worship in heaven today. And how many of you here today are grateful for a loved one who prayed for you? And a loved one that was a witness to you. A loved one who shared the gospel with you. You see, it was their investment in your life that has secured you a place in heaven. They didn't earn you a place in heaven by their good works. But because of their witness, because they shared the gospel with you, today you believe. Today you believe. So how many of you here are so grateful for a mother, father, a grandmother, a grandfather, an aunt or an uncle or a neighbor or a friend who's in heaven today and they invested in your life? And today you know that you have eternal life because of their life of witness. And you know that one day you will be with them in heaven. Everything that we just read about in Revelation 7 is true for them. It's true of them. Today's All Saints Day. We remember those who have gone before us. We remember their contribution to us. We remember how Jesus used them to lead us closer to our eternal Heavenly Father. And we put together a slide presentation. We had asked a number of people from the congregation to send us pictures of loved ones who have gone. We're going to take this moment now. We're going to turn the lights down so we can see it as best as we can. And uh, things didn't quite move from one computer to the other the way we want. But uh, Ian, we have good sound people. I'm so grateful for our sound people. They're going to make this work for us. So Ian, go ahead and show it for us. Isn't it good to know that God's grace, you come into a room you don't even feel worthy to be in. But there's so much love, you know it's home. 
somebody who invested in your life, somebody who gave of their life so that you would be drawn closer to Jesus Christ. Now, we don't celebrate All Saints Day to focus on those who have already gone into heaven. Our focus isn't on people. We celebrate All Saints Day to focus on Jesus. And we look at these people as a testimony power of the gospel of Jesus Christ at work in and through others. We celebrate All Saints Day to focus on Jesus who has cleansed us in his blood to make us holy, to make us saints, to make us those who will spend eternity with him in heaven. The best part of heaven isn't the promise of being reunited with your loved ones. Now, don't get me wrong. Seeing your loved one in heaven is going to be an amazing gift. But, but what makes heaven truly heaven is Jesus. It is Jesus. What makes heaven truly heaven is being with him for all of eternity. The one who went to the cross and shed his blood for you. Remember the string stretched from coast to coast. Remember that one inch represents a hundred years. Most of us won't make it to be a hundred, right? But we will spend eternity, all of eternity, in the presence of Jesus Christ. So what about you and what about today? You know, we need to live for today in light of eternity you and I, as followers of Jesus, we are those who want as many people as possible to be in heaven with us. We want to bring as many people as we can into the presence of Jesus Christ. Friends, relatives, people that you work with, neighbors, and even strangers. And that's why you seek to reach out to others with the good news of Jesus Christ. That's why Maple Park Church exists. Maple Park Church exists to reach as many people as possible with the good news of Jesus Christ. That all who believe in him are forgiven of their sins and given the gift of everlasting life. We want to see as many people as possible. Even two young guys skateboarding in our church parking lot. We love them. So we go to them. We go to them with the good news of the gospel, and we share Jesus with them so that they too will spend eternity with us and Jesus in heaven. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for this day which you've given to us, a day where we can gather together in your presence, a day where not only do we just simply gather, we receive from you. We receive grace and mercy. We receive the truth of your gospel promises. Today, help us to live in, in that reality that you reminded us of today, that, that heaven's a free gift. We can't, we can't uh, earn it, and we don't deserve it, but it's given to us through faith in Jesus Christ. So help us, Heavenly Father, today to trust in you. And then as we go from this place today, 
I pray that we would go as those who witness to the reality of Jesus and of eternal life. It's in your name we pray. Amen.